<laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. Back to the nerve related podcast. This last week was gone in, let's say, uh, Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say corny? <laughs> How's you? How was your week, man? It's good, man. I'm finally over this damn earache. Finally, so, right, right before vacation. Right before vacation, it only took 23 days. That's a long time to be fucked up, bro. I don't know. Whatever COVID did, bro, like it's bringing back diseases that we were already over that never happened to adults. That's just becoming more and more common. I don't know, dog. I don't, I don't know if it's because we were all locked up in general and not like in constant contact with it, right? Like, because yeah. we had to wear, I had to wear masks at work, even when I was at work. So there was like that pre- brief period where we weren't always onslaughted with the bacteria and shit. And now that we are, I, I think we don't know what the hell what to do. But I don't know. There's been an uptick in ear infections, apparently. Yeah, it was not fun, y'all. I didn't even. I had to play video games with one ear out. Couldn't really hear shit. It was it was bad. But we back. I feel great. Vacations next week. We're going to Mexico. Two of my good friends are getting married, so that's always something to celebrate. Um, and then shit, a Mexico vacation. I mean, I know I'll be out there getting it in. I never been to a beach wedding, so. Oh, be wearing some uh, some boat shoes, some shorts, and a short sleeve button up. You know, see what happens. Got a lot of people that we know that we don't work with no more. They're going, so that'll be cool. Should be fun time. What about you, man? How you feeling? Feel good. Work went good. Daughter's two months old now. She's sleeping through the night. A lot more chill. So that's been going good. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, not a lot. Uh, finished. Caught up with uh, Yellow Jackets. That show was fire. Pure fire. That show was amazing. Love it. <clears throat> Other than that, man, I don't know. Dead Island Two dropped. I want to get that. So you want to yeah. get it? That's how I, I know you tagged me on a couple of things, but what makes you the most excited for? It? I mean, Dead Island was fun. I feel like it's been. Over a decade since the first one. I don't even remember the last time I played that game. Yeah. I don't think, I don't even think my son, yeah, it's been at least nine years. What makes me most excited about it? Um, I don't know. I just remember having fun playing. It's fun. I like my memories, like when I think about video games and that game comes up, I just think about playing it and having a good time. You know, I love zombies, you know, so love killing zombies. And then nice change of pace, man. I've been playing shooters nonstop for forever. I don't know how long, man. Sprinkling a couple sports games here and there. It'd be good to play something different, you know. It's co-op, you know. And then game we no one was even talking about or expecting. So three million copies or whatever it was in like two days or something. Like, that's crazy. That's good. No, like nobody was talking about it at all or nothing. It looks fun. So, I mean, it, I know you have to play for a little bit to unlock guns so that first portion of the game is just a hack and slash you know trying to get people yeah, i remember last time to get guns you like there was military people around you had, like kill them and like to grab them or other than that there was like maybe like a few of them here sprinkled around but i'm not worried about guns man i just want to go out there and but <clears throat> i think it i'm gonna is. pick the paralympian with the fake legs 
drop kick. I just want to be somebody fast. Yeah, I'm around big dudes. You know, the bigger Real guys. Slow. You like the bigger and, dudes? Handle because you handle some damage, man. Because I remember that game. Getting oh yeah, no, it does matter. Like the the littler dudes die way quicker. Yeah. So I'm I looked it up because I know you've been super excited. Obviously, we're gonna we're gonna play it because it's co-op and that'll be a nice change of pace. I gotta figure out how I can have both our faces. I know I can do it. I just had to get creative. But like when we stream the game, I want to see if I can put both of our faces on the stream live. So I don't know if I can get you to call me on like Facebook or something. And then I can offer your phone or maybe even on a computer with the camera. And I can kind of like show that as an extra screen on like an overlay on top of it, just with your face. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think we can do it. I just have to, I have to figure it out. I have strong enough internet to do it. I have a gig up and down, so it can't be done. Yeah, but we've been looking up, we've been looking up this stuff. I think it'll be cool to co-op it together with both of our faces on there. It's something different that you don't see too frequently, anyways, on anyone's stream, even on people sure. that that stream as a part of groups or organizations. So I think that would be cool. Yeah, um, and I remember like you know having the the dark comedy and the fun like. It's gonna be just be a fun zombie bash them up, man. Yeah, bash it I, up. I want that because the what was that last zombie game we tried to play that co-op one? I was like, mm. we tried to play a co-op yeah. game. I don't even remember. Mm -hmm. It was zombie one. Uh, and it was on game. Pass, oh yeah, left was it wasn't Left for Dead. It mm -hmm. was. It was a but zombie it was very game, Left for Dead esque though. Yeah, it was. They what was it. that game called? They tried it. It was. It definitely was Left for Dead esque. I can't mm -hmm. even remember what the hell it was called. No, oh, that's how good it was. Blood something. Bloodbound. Blood. Blood. Huh? Dude, I, I can't remember. I I'll check the it Game Pass. Like, it's on Game Pass. Let me check on my phone. Dude, I played it for like a day or two or something. I don't know. But it, 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 it cool aspects of it. Though, like Hold you on, let, play. dude. This is crazy. I am in my basement. In my basement. And Alexa is talking to me four rooms away. Alexa, stop listening. Absolutely insane. The microphone on these devices, bro, to pick up what you're saying. There is literally a roof in between us. There is no direct path for sound to get to my living room from here. <laughs> and it it heard me asking a question on the podcast and started answering me through the speaker upstairs. That is insane. Hey, people want to know what you're talking about. They want to know what you're talking about. What was well, well, if you want to know that bad at Amazon, how about you listen to my podcast and promote it? <laughs> Where was a zombie game? We were looking at zombie games, zombie games, zombie games. I'm hearing that vampire game ain't looking too hot i don't know though that's, well, that's, at least we I get to try it for free because game yeah. pass is the best that was just hearsay though you know just some random person at my job well a lot of people are just weird when it comes into that why can't i is this the right app nope wrong app i don't understand why the game pass app and the microsoft app are two separate apps like that doesn't yeah. i it's just sense. dumb it's just dumb Okay, Redfall's coming out next week, Tuesday, and I won't be here, so you're going to have to wait on that, but that'll be interesting. 
Um, Redfall, Redfall. Okay, all games. You know what we should have did and played together? It's on the Game Pass. We should do it. I hear it's a short game. Um, cool. It's called A Way Out. You co-op your way out of like a prison or something. Seems interesting. Um, I want to say it was Blood. Oh, Back for Blood. That's what oh. Back yeah. for Blood is what you're talking about. I wonder if it's better now. Back for Blood. Because they had that cool mode where like um, one team could be like the humans and the other team could pick like different zombies and stuff. And like the more points you had, like the better, like bigger zombies you could pick and stuff. I thought that game was cool, but like I didn't have enough friends. But I think me, you, and Greg played it for a couple of days. Yep. It was tough though, too, man. Like, no, it was hard. I remember a couple of times I was like, yo, they just keep coming and coming and coming and coming. It was t- it was super tough. But it was a little janky from the start. Most games are other these days because they try to push them out as fast as they can. And Battlefield's a prime example of that. I mean, oh, a whole year. <laughs> so I know dude. we've been talking about Dead Island. There's some excitement. My buddy uh, Zach and Dan still to this day play Dead Island 1 like together on co-op just messing around. They when we were shooting, we we're on the same shooting team for shotguns. They would talk about how they would go. They always try to get me to play co-op games because it's their thing. They're not into like shooters. So they try to get me to play to like Strange Brigade, um, which is a four-player co-op type game that's interesting, kind of like a little looter. Um, they play the hell out of Dead Island. They play a bunch of other shit. But I, so I started looking at it because I know you want to play it and we like the first one. So I wanted to look at how do you unlock co-op. So I searched it up today. So you can pick from six players, obviously. So there's a never-ending onslaught of zombies. But to create or activate a co-op new game, you have to play through the first three missions of the main story. So you have to unlock. So co-op unlocks in the fourth. Appropriately named Call the Calvary. So you'll be able to add at most two players. So you can do three people. So that's cool. Sweet. To your game, choosing either online options or social when prompted. Once co-op is enabled, as long as they're at the same point in the game or earlier, you can accept a friend's request to join their game. So this is something we have to play together because if anyone gets ahead, then we won't be able to play together. I'm down. Um, you can also join random people's games. Um, quest progress saves in co-op, so you'll be able to play the entire game while alternating between single and multiplayer. Okay. So you can play solo by yourself if you want to. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, you can pick like a different person, <clears throat> give it a run through like that. There's no, there's no cross play. So <laughs> unfortunately, I feel like that should be a must for everyone developing video games today, but yeah. no cross play. Yeah, selling 3 million copies is no cross play again that big. I'm, I'm, I think it's going to be fun. I definitely want to be somebody fast, though. I don't want to be a, a tank. I want to be somebody that has something to lose, somebody that got to bob and weave. Yeah. Well, being that's that's the, that's the perk of co-op, though, you know what I'm saying? You could be whatever you be, and then you got you, you someone like me to pick up the slack with a bigger dude, you know? <clears throat> so it'd be fun. I'm down. I'll probably get it, uh, pretty, I'll probably get it Friday. wonder how long it is. You think we can knock it out in a weekend? Let's see. Oh, I don't know. Last time I know we couldn't. <laughs> that game is a little beefy and it's a little tough. So Dead Island is 20 to 25 hours. Oh, okay. 
We, I mean, we could. We powered through it. <laughs> All right, let's see. This is on Game Radar. So how long will it take to beat Dead Island 2? It will depend on whether you just want to complete excuse me, the main campaign or see everything that hey, the hell A has to offer. So if you solely focus on a 24-story quest and avoid many distractions, then you should be able to roll the credits after around 15 hours. We could definitely knock that out this weekend if we really want to. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, there are 33 side quests and 15 lost and found quests, which will probably take you another 10 to 15 hours, depending on how many you cleared during the campaign. And these are definitely worth completing as they'll get you some of the best Dead Island 2 weapons available. If you want a 100% completionist, then there are also 84 challenges to beat, which could take you considerably longer. But it does reward you with a million dollars in cash, apparently, in the game. So 25 to 30 hours if you do side missions. We can knock out 15 hours, though, bro. Like Friday afternoon... Log on, sure. As soon as I get out of work, we could probably play a good six to eight hours in a row and just kind of blow through it. I'm here. Easy peasy. Hey, let's make that a challenge. See if I'm we can beat Dead Island 2 this weekend. <laughs> Nerd-related challenge. I'll make a TikTok, too. Like, let's hey, do it. In Dead Island. Let's see if we can knock it out in two days. Co-op, baby. I'm down. See? That means it makes me more excited. There we go. <laughs> when Brian gets excited, I like to get excited. I'm, a, I'm with it. We could try it. We'll do it. So, I mean, yeah, as long as we stay committed girl, between... I think she's down too. All three of us run through it. Between Friday and Saturday. I don't really have no plans. Do, do I have plans? So, Friday for sure, I don't have no plans. Saturday morning, I have to go get a haircut and get ready for the trip. But that'll only take, probably take me like two hours. The rest of the day, I don't have nothing. And then see, Sunday. Yeah. See, I don't got my bucks out on today. Yeah, I know. Yikes. Bro. Yikes. We're about to get knocked out by the sorry. Doc, okay, I know this is, you know, never that podcast, <laughs> but you can be nerdy about sports too, okay? You can be nerdy about sports too. And it's a big topic. You know, we're both from Milwaukee, whatever. <clears throat> Damn. Damn. Like, dude, coach, like, I, coach, he's a good coach, man. But, like, right now, he's getting wins from how dope our team is. Get him out of there. I need something fresh. I need something new. He got, he's got to go. So I feel like he's never really been a good coach. I feel like we won in spite of him that year because it was just it just happened to be destiny. But he never – so his glaring issue, and this is what separates great coaches from decent coaches. You don't make is, no changes. So he doesn't adjust in game. So, like, he'll adjust – this is – and you can look back as long as he's been a coach of the Bucks. So, like – he will make an adjustment from one game to the other. That's why we lose by 20, and the next game we win by 20. Because in between game adjustments, he's really good at that. But in the game, as it's happening, he's he's might be the worst in the whole NBA. Like, it is atrocious. Nobody does anything. So, like, Bro, it's this just wild. 56, and we didn't double-team him. Dude. Not only that, not only do you not double team. So clearly the game plan from lap from game three to game four was Jimmy can't beat us by himself. So let him go. Stay on your man. Don't help. And we won't lose because Jimmy can't be. Guess what? You were wrong. So during the game, once you realize like, oh, shit, or I don't know, maybe during the 13 to 0 run in a two minute span, maybe you call a timeout. 
Maybe you say, hey, nope. how about we go over the pick and roll instead of under the pick and roll? How about Brooke shows? How about you double team? How about we put Giannis on him? Because clearly nothing else has worked like deuce. Something for the love of God. Bro, Make before they change. go on a 13-0 run, call a timeout. Call a timeout. <laughs> call as many timeouts as you can. Dude, no, we were up we were like 13 in the four, when the fourth quarter started. And you let them – I don't know how long that run went out. Dude, once you so, dude, you hit me with two three-point shots in a row. Timeout. So we were, we were up 10 starting the fourth quarter. And, and around the seven-minute mark, the seven or six-minute mark is when that run started. And it was just once, – once they took the lead, I was like, it's over. Like, we're not going to win this game. Because it just – the crowd was in it. Jimmy was feeling himself. He couldn't miss. I've been so mad since the game ended yesterday, since before the game ended. Like, you have a 15-point lead with seven minutes left in the game. In a, in a crucial, the rest of the team to beat me. I would have double teamed them on every. Yeah, game everyone possession. else make a shot. Everyone else make a shot. I'm picking them up full court, and once he crosses half court, we're helping. We're trapping them. We're double teaming. You know what? Um, Strauss hit a three pointer. Don't care. I don't care who else is hit. If we lose that way, I'm fine with it. Jimmy's not going to come up and pull up from three from the top of the key with no one in front of him with 45 seconds left. In, I'm done. I'm not, I don't even want to talk about it, bro. I've been so mad since yesterday. Uh, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> you know, the last thing I want to say about it is like, okay, what, how, why did Crowder play like no minutes? He's our, one of our best wing defenders, if not our best, besides Giannis. I think his back is hurt because when he was on a bench, he had like pads on his back or something. And do like what? And then attack the basket, bro. We just started shooting up so many threes, dog. Like, yeah, we're off that, guys. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm, I legit don't even want to talk. We used to have a, a sports podcast. My buddy Mark, Farley, Andy, State sometimes. Mm-hmm. There's a nerd related yeah. sports edition, but that fell off. Just like our podcast for this fell off. At some point, I want to get it back going, but. It, we're still getting in the rhythm. Now me and Ray are committed to, you know, the weekly thing. We haven't failed yet. We got this Super. rolling. So at some point, it just takes time. The editing takes you. Like, if I had somebody to edit, I could pump out way more stuff. It's just so hard to do all this shit with the full-time job. Anyways, Dead Island so, Challenge coming this weekend. And then today, guys, if you haven't seen it or didn't care about seeing it, whatever, another flash trailer drops. And before... You would think I was hyped. I made a TikTok talking about this one is even better. It looks so amazing. So amazing. Dude, Ben Affleck's jet comes pulling up, shoots out his motorcycle. Then he's got, dude, Michael Keaton was like, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. nuts. Like, dude, what are you trying to do to me, DC? Like, dog, I'm saying, like, I was in the car. I didn't, I parked. I didn't get out. I was just watching that thing man like dude michael keaton like look, i've been complaining about movies having batman in there not doing batman things this movie had multiple batman doing batman things and i'm so in love with it like so in love with it man dude when zod jumped on the 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 bat wing and then he ejected himself out and started flying i was like oh my 
<laughs> this looks cold, man. So it looks like um, I'm trying to find it again because I saw one of the pages I follow on Facebook said so today there's some type of con i'm sorry guys i i don't know what type of con it is i try to look for it but earlier i saw there's some type of like comic con or whatever and they are going to they're gonna screen the movie tonight so like that's a group of people get to watch it and they're gonna let them post their reaction so they're supremely confident in the movie to let them do that so they're gonna allow them to post their reactions not any spoilers but how they feel about the movie. So that's going to be super exciting. That's going to come out later tonight, probably. People just going crazy talking about it. I can't so that's wait. I'm looking for some So tweets. they released this trailer on that, like on the anticipation of people are going to talk about the movie here in a couple minutes. So it comes out June 16th. The trailer looked awesome. There's a lot of moments. What I saw was, and I, and I can't confirm, but so this movie takes place 30 years after um, Batman, Michael Keaton's Batman. So it's 30 years since the first Batman movie that we watched. Um, Keaton's Batman anyways. So that's Mm going to be interesting. He's definitely, obviously he's old, right? But a lot has happened in Gotham, in his Gotham before. I like in the trailer, he was like, I spent my whole life, you know, trying to change you know i was just gonna say this how things went over how things happened when when my family got killed but you were able to do it so i think those two batmans are gonna contrast michael keaton's batman is gonna be like hey if i had the opportunity to change the past i spent my whole life trying to change it and ben affleck's pat batman we've seen him in the trailer tell him like just because you can doesn't mean you should like what are going to be the replica the repercussions of you doing that so that's going to be interesting that contrast should be cool it looks cool also when they were dropping out of the bat wing he was like to the two flashes to the two berries he was like your parachutes are hooked up he's like where's your parachute and then he just drops down like i don't need no parachute (laughs) dog like man i'm not gonna let dc trailers hype me up anymore but i think it's gonna be the best movie ever made <laughs> i definitely ain't going there nah, it looks definitely ain't going there it looks sick it do- it does supergirl looks cool and there's a part in there that she's screaming at someone which i assume is barry because she's like what, what are did you, you doing do? yeah or some shit like that um so it's going to be interesting. She could be talking to Zad as well. She could, but it's going to be one of those where the two berries are fighting because one of them wants to change it back and the other one doesn't. So, like... It looked like they were buddy-buddy the whole time. So, no, we'll so in this trailer, if you pay attention, he's one of them's like, kneeling down and he looks like he wants to run and the other one is, like... He's like, I want to, I want to change it or some shit. And the one that's standing up is like, no, we can't change it. So it looks like there's gonna be that moment where like one of them wants to undo it, and the other one's like, no, like mom's alive or whatever, you know. That'll be interesting. It's gonna be the uh, the hype is real, baby. The DC hype is real. Ray and then James Gunn hype than anyone else um, talked about. He wants to do Static Shock. The, the the black kid from uh, Stranger Things uh, has been talking about he would love to play him. So Oh, for sure. That would be dope. That's a perfect fit. Love Static Shock. Get him on his garbage can lid. 
flying around uh, for that. <clears throat> so uh, back on the video game train, um, you know, I, I wanted to rooting for it, but there's a lot of things coming that might uh, uh, stagger Mario, but he's at 800 and something million. Oof. It's He's close to a billion. But Evil Dead kind of dropped it off a little bit. And the Guardians at Galaxy, I think, is going to swamp it. Oh, yeah. Guardians comes out this weekend, yeah. Or next weekend. Next weekend. But, so. but there, there, there's there's still time. Yeah. they can get, So this weekend coming up is the last weekend for Mario to really kill it as the number one movie at the theaters. So right now it is at officially... According to Variety, they're at 871 million at the global box office. So it is rolling down the hill or Close. up to a billion dollars. So it's going to be the first. If it gets to a billion, I think it's the first one this year. I don't think no movies hit a billion this year. Yeah. So Shoot, over the last weekend, this weekend, it could hit. Over the last weekend, it still was number one, even though with Evil Dead Rise coming out, which wasn't expected to do a lot, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, still number one in the box office domestically with fifty-eight million dollars. That's a lot. Some movies don't do that on weekend number one. Yeah, and seventy million internationally. So so far, yeah, so far Mario has generated four hundred thirty-four point thirty-three million in North America, four hundred thirty-seven point five million overseas. With those ticket sales. I think we're going to get a Mario universe, y'all. At least, or a Nintendo one. I mean, they killed it. The budget was blown way past it. We're getting to a billion. They'll just keep it out there until it reaches it. Even if it's 10 million at a time. They should. Got to. It's Mario, baby. It's Mario. It's Mario. Got it. Got it. So that's cool, man. No one expected a billion dollars out of Mario. I mean, somebody had to have when they made it, but I don't think they ever released this movie saying, hey, this is going to be the number one animated movie of all time. (laughs) I don't think no one said that, no matter where. Nobody (laughs) said that was a possibility. Charlie Day's already talking about he wants to do Luigi's Mansion. That'll be dope. We got talks of other stuff already going. It's a thing. It is going. I mean, they made this movie... They started making this movie a couple of years ago. So, like, it's not like they could just pump these out every year. If they might already be in development on some of these and they're just not saying it, yeah. right? Because they well, recorded Brad, like a lot I said, of he stuff. He low key said it like, get ready they for They recorded movies, like, this during COVID. The next 10 years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, I'm on I'm on the train. I'm on the Mario train. <laughs> it was fun. It yeah. was a no agenda fun movie. I just liked it. It was good. And the next Mario movie that comes out, I'm dressing up as Mario. Guarantee it. You'll. I'm dressing up as Mario. <laughs> so I have some overalls. So I bought some overalls because I was like, I just kind of want to buy some. O- I haven't had overalls since I was 10. Yeah. And I saw them at the Fat Man store and I was like, yo, I'm going to buy these. So I put, I can wear them, but they're a little snug. So I got to, between now and then, I'm going to try to get real good looking. I'll go. I'll put them on, put the whole mustache going, all of it. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's go, Mario, man. Hey, happy Mario! free, Mario. Love you. So, Ray, me. if you guys don't know this, we, we've alluded to it a couple times. Ray's super into horror movies. Not, not my particular tea. Like, I watch suspenseful stuff. I watch some scary shit. But, like, he's into, like, the gory, like, real scary movies. The ones that nobody <laughs> watches. 
Um, <laughs> I, I would say this though, like, um, like I, I watch a lot of shit people are better don't watch, but when you, when you're, when you got people leaving the theater and stuff like that, like, I don't want to go to a movie and have to stomach my way through it. Okay. <laughs> and I, and I get the evil dead. It, it's a, it's a gross movie. I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But like, I, I don't prefer gory movies actually. Like I like it a little more suspenseful, a little more thought most of the time, you know, but I do want to see this evil dead. And then um, Sam Raimi, um, he's one of my favorite directors, not because of Spider-Man, but because of the evil dead. And um, I love that. I love Ash. He's a big part of, uh, my um i don't know my life or whatever like my uh pop culture and stuff my mom she got me in the first evil dead we watched it together we love the ash stuff my mom and dad watched um the ash versus evil dead like all four three four seasons whatever it is like ash is one of those people he's pop culture person you know he's been in video games had his own video games mm -hmm. had his own shows so sam raimi i guess hit up the director and or, or whoever made the movie and then talking about um um uh Crossover I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of crossover thing, but they're in the same lane. You know what I'm saying? But like, it it, it gets uh, distorted a little bit. But someone put out a timeline I seen that that was pretty cool of the the Evil Dead's because Sam Raimi did like four, I think he did four Evil Dead's. I know you don't know, but I'm saying I think I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think he did like four, and then another guy did two, and then the, this guy did uh, this one or whatever. And you know, they had a timeline about it, but that would be awesome to see Ash come back man you can't have enough ash you know and uh what's the actor's name i just love the actor um who played ash you know what i'm talking about b uh i'm i i can picture who you're talking about i don't know his name though yeah he was in spider-man he was a ring announcer in spider-man like he was also in um the last doctor strange movie he was the hot dog cart guy yeah yeah dude i love that guy i don't know why i can't remember his name i love him so much as, as an actor person i heard him on my podcast talking to stuff. he's such a down-to-earth cool person you know what I'm saying but he's like ultra famous you know what I mean but he's he's one of those people that's down there that can't Bruce remember Campbell. Bruce Campbell money Bruce Campbell's money baby like <laughs> just the way he talks carry himself he's he, he man it would be great to see him in the evil dead fighting you know what I'm saying have you ever seen any of the evil deads with him in there I've seen the ash ones those aren't like crazy to me though like no they're funny like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, there's but, but they can get gross too though yeah no they can but i don't i i just like it's not my thing right like watching people peel skin off of themselves or chunks of their body like that's not for me like yeah it's never been anything i've been i've like i want to watch this shit like it, it doesn't <laughs> that's what i'm saying like i don't want to go to a movie have to try to stomach my way through but i do i'm like oh I do like that kind of show. I'm like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it, it's not bad. It's cool, but they 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 blew their expectations out the water. Obviously, you know. Well, the movies are back, baby. We've been talking about it for a while. Yes, sir. People are going back to the movie theaters. Clap for the movies, man. So even though they try to gouge you on popcorn and soda, that's where yeah. they make their money. So I, I took my son to go see Mario last time, and I remember this for a fact. So the the large popcorn and one large drink, I think it was around $16, right? And then last time I went, I remember buying two drinks and soda, and it was $25. Where, where, <laughs> where, where is you guys' math with this? <laughs> so one more soda cost me $11? Yeah, it's it's like $9 for one soda, like a large or some shit. Like, yeah, you guys are true. Tr I just use the Marcus the app. The There's usually, usually deals on the Marcus water. app. <laughs> 
Soda costs less than water. <laughs> it does. I'm it does. Swear it, does. it does at the and store. Popcorn. <laughs> popcorn. I'm paying two, almost thirty dollars for two sodas and a popcorn. You're lucky I love going to the movies, and I gotta have that shit. But you guys are insane. I mean, I gotta have pretzels. So, like, a pretzel combo is always in our thing. Sida sometimes gets popcorn and we'll throw M&M's in there, but... Dude, people that buy, like, beer and ice cream and stuff, you guys are rich. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are doing. That is insane to me, dude. You're, like, ordering food. I'm not paying $8 for a slice of pizza. You guys are... <laughs> hey. Whoever so, we order, we'll order food sometimes. <laughs> From like the severe, so we go. We have Marcus. Our is our main theaters. We have an AMC AMC theater, but it's like at the mall, and it's no wonder. No um, wonder. So those are our main. Our main chain is Marcus Theaters. For those out there listening, so like Marcus Theaters, a lot of the, the, stuff, the a lot of them have uh Zafiros in them, so they'll have like a Zafiros section, and then you go order food. They bring it to you. Blah blah blah. You go order pizza, burgers chicken tenders whatever so we'll sometimes occasionally get like a burger i just i don't want to have a full-blown meal most of the time while i'm watching a movie because i want to be focused on the movie so like snacks yeah. are easier but sometimes we're hungry and we're running late and we'll just order the food there um i don't think i've, ordered, I don't think I've ever ordered real food from there it's too expensive. Hot, it's expensive but it's decent a hot dog yeah but that's at the stand like you get the hot dog from the concession stand like this food's coming from a different section of the building <laughs> hey, but that hot dog, I don't know what it is about hot dogs, man, but they're old. I love here. hot dogs. No, when I, I was little, they used to call me Wiener. So I used to be <laughs> so I used to be really skinny. Uh I know, hard to believe, right? So Dude, I was like um, abnormally skinny. I think I might have told this story at some point, but I was like I don't think so. It was like super skinny where like family members thought that something was wrong with me. Like I was just really skinny. So it became a thing and they took me to the doctor and apparently I was too skinny at the time. So they put me like on vitamins and I think some steroids, whatever they give kids when they're like underweight. And that was the biggest mistake that could ever happen. My guy, cause look at me now. It's been so hard. Like the balloon, <laughs> by the time I was 12, like it's, it's funny, but not at the same time. Like I get some people might be sensitive about this topic, but by the time I was in middle school where I met Ray, I was already weighing like 240, 250, like a bigger dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like there's no middle schoolers have no business weighing that much. Mm -hmm. um, but as I started getting bigger because, you know, I was too skinny. I was tearing hot dogs up and my uncle used to call me like wiener or hot dog. And anytime <laughs> I go to their house, I just want some hot dogs. I don't want no, no regular food. <laughs> Love crazy, them. I man. still like, eat hot dogs. They're delicious. Like also for me, man, like I think. I'm trying to think when I blew up, like, cause dude, like, you know, my people don't know, like, you know, but I, I'm, a, I was, I'm also part black and you know, like when you're around family like that, they would make fun of me and mock me like that. Boy, you need to eat. You need to yeah, eat yeah. something. Like, dude, I used to be really, really skinny. And I'm thinking, I don't know what happened between like, it was like grade school, like maybe like third or fourth grade or I just started, you know, getting big and it, it wasn't nothing nothing that anybody did nothing like that it wasn't a steroids medication like that my fat ass just kept <laughs> shoot my middle school science teacher gave my um she called she started calling me big ray and then everybody started calling me big, big ray. ray you know since like sixth grade seventh grade so that's where that came from but i was also skinny as hell too man 
Yeah, no, it started with like, you remember the Flintstone vitamins? It started mm -hmm. with Flintstone vitamins and then it just escalated from there. Dude, I don't I even know if the Flintstone vitamins fucking did anything. But <laughs> my, I mean, genetically, like my dad is always really, really big and my mom's kind of bigger. So like it was probably a mistake to, you know, get yeah. to that point. But, you know, here we are. We'll lose it eventually. <laughs> We'll lose it eventually. <laughs> but back to the Evil Dead, the reason we kind of want to talk about it a little is because so things are coming out, right? And Mario continues to dominate. But this is a, a case of exceeding expectations. This movie, and I'm not interested, nor will I ever watch it, had a budget of like $2.9 million. It was like insignificant. And worldwide, it generated the first weekend $40 million. That is... That's what studios want. That's a crazy yeah. return on investment. That's a 20x for them. Not yeah, considering they, they, any marketing they might have done, which the commercial is on all the fucking time. Yeah. Like that guy's it is on all the like, time. Yo, get another one going, bro. <laughs> Dude, they just he just fat stacked their pockets so hard. Like <laughs> with all yeah, these like, movies of money and no one going to see the movies, like that's huge for a horror movie. Yeah, 23 you know, million. From the US, and it's not like Michael Myers movie. or a Jason or something, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. Where like it's a not a mainstay per se, you know, huge fan base. But Evil Dead low key has a big fan base, that's what I'm saying. Like, Ash vs. Evil Dead had like three, four seasons, like, that's not just for no reason, you know, they got a, they got a good fan base. But, like, you know, beware though, like, Evil Dead, it's nasty. That's it, period. That's all I can say about those movies, are they're, they're nasty. I mean, shout out to all the horror fans, right? Like, you guys had to go to the movies to make that possible for that 40 million. So shout out to it's a smaller fan base. You guys went, you showed out, you went and watched the movie. That's what that's what matters when you care about something or a genre. Or for those of you that talk a lot about we need new movies, original movies. Guess what happens when an original movie comes out? None of y'all go watch it. it. You don't go watch it. So, like, if that's what you care about, shout out to the horror fans, man. People out there. Spending their money on this movie. You guys went out, showed out, and made this shit a success. Hopefully now you guys get more of it. That's that's the end game, yeah. really. You got to show out. But also what I tell people, too, like, when something makes money, it's not because it sucks. Like, if something's good, it's good. You know what I mean? Like, period. That, and that's it. Uh, you know, except for um, Avatar, you know? Other than that, man, you know, if it's good, it's good, man. It makes a lot of money. Avatar... I don't know why that movie made a bunch of money. I don't know why. I just don't. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, visually, it, it's stunning. Visually, it looks crazy. Yeah, but they didn't have to make a billion, billion, million, zillion dollars. Like, dudes, like, you know, I don't <laughs> Maybe know. Maybe he's buying his own tickets. Dude, Maybe he's he just goes something. Maybe he goes he's to gotta, small countries and just buys he's, out. He yeah, sells he's out the theater in every small country that there is. Dude, I, 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 I'll never get it with that. As a, so they're not terrible movies they're just super long and i feel like they're not original like he takes and borrows from so much stuff and then denies it like His it's okay stuff, to do dude. that as long as you admit it and accept it but it's like nah that'll have like clearly there's inspiration there like you can yeah. see it bro like don't deny it yeah, the only thing I like, the only thing I like about him is like he does have nuts. He has testicle fortitude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and when he feels strongly about something, he's gonna get it done. You know, like Terminator, one of my favorite movies ever. Man, the first two, psh, 
classic. I think Terminator 2 is the greatest action movie ever made. And then, you know, there was a few in the middle. He did the last one and he was like, yo, all that other crap, not going to do with it. Yeah. This one, <laughs> this one, and then this one. All that other stuff is nothing. I was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about because I hated him so much. And then it, it was good. He makes good, he makes good movies. I mean, yeah, I'm, so I'm this is a passion Avatar, for him, Avatar obviously. Was a bad job, but it was just too long. I could see everything coming. And then a lot of this stuff pissed me off. You know, but if you love Avatar, man, I'm good for you, man. He's a super that. so this one's so obviously it's a passion project for him, but anything to do with water, he just loves that shit. Like he does water documentaries. So like yeah, he scuba dives and stuff. And stuff like it's his thing. Like that's his passion. So seeing it at that scale, like if you make a video game, if you make anything, water's the hardest thing to replicate, like digitally, the way that it moves and how it reacts. And like, obviously they motion cap some of this and some of the, and the water looks, there's parts of it that they're underwater, right? Like to record, yeah. but like the way that the graphics look in general, amazing, bro. It's hard to get water to do what you want it to do. Hey, get him to do a Namor solo movie. <laughs> Right. It probably hey, would James be James Cameron does action. I he mean, do, he, he hates he hates the cinema, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Though. But the thing about it is, you, you're talking down about superhero movies. Your career is based off of what? Uh, uh, alien movie, um, uh, ro uh, killing robot movie, <laughs> and then some alien type people. All your movies are in the superhero kind of genre. You know what I'm saying? Like. He's acting like he's making Goodfellas or something. You know what I'm saying? And what I don't understand either is like movies are movies. I hate when people. The same thing goes with music, man. You got to sound outdated, and you, you sound hurt when you, when you start talking like that, man. Because no matter what, no matter what it is, you don't like it. But if it's in that genre, it's that genre. Like Marvel movies are movies, horror movies are. You know what I'm saying? It's it's cinema. And then these people that, that, that were some of my favorite people, I don't even really like them too much no more. You know, Quentin Tarantino talking bad about Marvel movies, James Cameron, um, uh, the dude who did Goodfellas, uh, Martin Scorsese. I love those guys, man. There's a two, three of my favorite people. But when you start shitting on other things because your your stuff ain't making as much money or this is what's getting pumped out there right now, I think it's it's just ignorant. I, I don't like that kind of stuff. I don't get the point of it either. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't, it is what it is. Like, but that's what he just wants to own the top for yeah. James Cameron specifically. He wants to own the top revenue getting movies ever. Like Titanic is at the top of the, you know, avatar one, avatar two. The dude has two, three or four of the top grossing movies of all time, <laughs> you know, in the yeah. top six. So like, I, mm -hmm. He has a personal stake in it because that's what he's creating, right? He's he's making sure that he stays in that. And superhero movies are a challenge to that because they're so popular and hot right now. I get it, but whatever. I, Power I Rangers. I, yeah. Um. What are your reactions? I feel like you didn't like it too much. I I won't say it's no, a no, great dude, movie, from, but... from the jump. I was in, and I, I I've been wanting to talk about this, dude. Big big ups <laughs> big ups to whoever made that movie. Big ups to the people for still being there and I'm um, coming back for this movie. And uh, Amy Jo Johnson, I hate you. You should have been in it. <clears throat> like, this movie wasn't about money or whatever, man. Like, dude, like, 
like okay, say so Trini died long time long ago, time in, ago. The, in, in the 90s, dude. And they they, they went and did it so beautifully, like that she just died recently in like a fight or something like that, man. Showing respect to these people and, and the Green Ranger as well. You know what I'm saying? All I took away from it, dude. I like it's it was corny and whatever. That's Power Rangers. That's Power Rangers. You know? Power Rangers dude, is dude, corny. That's just what it's it is. Corny. Dude, corny I love every I loved everything about it. I had nothing bad to say about it except I I don't know what your budget was, whatever. I know that CGI <laughs> Megazord was not cheaper <laughs> than doing it. Um, what do they call it? Um <laughs> yeah, like the role play, like the actual yeah, this, material. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck, what, man? <laughs> I was like, dude, I can't wait to see it. They're gonna be in the Zord. Man, we get the Zords back to have a cool fight. It was see, dude, it looked like it was made from a Apple eight <laughs> Macintosh, dude. You got you suck for that, man. You gotta suck for that. <laughs> Other than that, I loved it. You mean the Megazords CGI? We've never that no one does that. To this day, it's still done practical. That's where practical. Bro. <laughs> Man, you could have had a guy get in that damn suit and make a small city or whatever you guys did. I hated that. That's all. You? So I, I enjoyed it. So the first, the way the movie opens is probably the best part of the whole movie. It was like you're in it. Like it just starts and you're like, yo, I was taking pictures. I was like, this is amazing. What is going on right now? It was just good. It was fun. I mean, the tribute to Trini as a character and at the end, you know, showing all of them together. That was real. It's a nice touch, but it, the story, it wasn't forced. Like it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't feel like a forced tribute to her as a person. No. And they built it into the story with her daughter. And that was cool. Like watching her train and kind of the whole journey of it. Like it's, a, it's about it, right? Like, why can't she morph? Well, she can't morph because she wants revenge. She's not after justice. Like it's not the right yeah. motivation. That's why the morpher's not working. That's why it only worked once she saved Billy from the beam. Um, so that experience, but dude, just seeing everybody, like you seen Kate coming back as a as a pink ranger, Rocky was there, but then you also see Aisha and you see Adam. Like, and, and those aren't even the OGs, right? Like they're not nope. the original Rangers, but even seeing them as, cause that were that next group, you know, that mm -hmm. was the next group where you were yeah, like, I was still connected at that yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. We were still watching, you know what I'm saying? Like it was after that group that our generation kind of was like, okay, this is a kid's thing. Like most people kind of, you paid attention, but you weren't really in it anymore. You know what I'm saying? But that group was still important. It wasn't as impactful as Tommy, Jason, Kimberly, Trini, Zach, and Billy, but we were still like the Power Rangers movie had some of those characters in yeah. it, like the first one. So like when they became when they got their ninja suits, those were the Rangers that were there. You know, um, Tommy yeah. and, oh, and Kimberly were still it, there, but did I pet? I, I watched it through Ninjetti. I watched it through Turbo, and then that's where I kind of fell off. Yeah, I think Turbo, Turbo was so, where I fell off. So those guys, those guys, they, they mean something to me. Like I, I dude, I, I I love them guys. You know, so I was still in there, and I love how they were like, you know, you know, Tommy, he's dead, Trini's dead, but it was cool that they were like, so um, there's a chance we could bring him back, like we could reverse this, we could still get him. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I love that they did that. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what I took away from it. I I, I love that.
And then for Amy Joe Johnson to be like, oh, they weren't trying to give me enough money or whatever. You totally, it went, went over <laughs> your head. You See, know? I don't know how much truth to that. You know, there's always rumors, right? Like maybe the schedule didn't work. Maybe it was a money thing. I don't know. She but ain't doing shit. She should have been in it. Like you're still around. You're clearly right now with Jason David Frank's passing, you're the most powerful living original, like the most mm -hmm. popular living original Ranger. Like they when were you in the last movie together. Right. Like you're out here, probably have the biggest line, signs the most autographs. So like it would have been really nice. To see her. That being said, um, what was her name? Cat Catherine. What's her Catherine Sutherland? She did a great job, like as a Pink Ranger. Yep. And you get so in the past, Power Rangers like movies or whatever that that have come out. Because I do try to pay attention to those like crossover movies that Jason that Jason David Frank did, where they're all together and whatever. So one of those movies, um, Tommy and Kat are married and they have a kid and you don't see him, but he there's like a bike or something. And he's like, yo, move your bike out of here. And he's like, oh, yeah, sorry, dad. And he moves the bike or whatever. And here now with with Tommy being turned into small or whatever, we don't ever see him. We kind of hear his voice. But she references it like, you know, our son or whatever. He doesn't yeah. have to know. So the legacy of the Green Ranger there's going to be something with that because there's no way that you kind of allude to it twice now. Um, maybe we get another movie soon where the Green Ranger ends up, you know, biting the dust and his son takes up the mantle. I seen some stuff online that was kind of strange, but I guess, you know, I guess it depends on who your favorite Ranger is, right? Because Tommy wasn't the Green Ranger for a long time. Like that was a very short amount of time yet. A lot of us identify more with the Green Ranger or like him better than the White Ranger or than the various versions of Red Ranger that Tommy was. Though I loved all of them, but like I, I like the Green Ranger. I just like the way that he looked. The, the White Ranger's dope oh. with the Tiger Zord. I got Saba. You can see it back here in the corner. Like I have, you can't see the dagger, but I have Zaba, all kinds of shit over there. Um, so obviously Tommy's my favorite Ranger, just like 90% of every other Power Ranger fan. But there was people online like, why the Green Ranger? Like, why is it always the Green Ranger? Why couldn't it be the White Ranger? Why couldn't? And I, I guess I get that to an extent, but I feel like the Green Ranger is the most popular. Like, it's not the White Ranger. Ta Jason David Frank himself was the most popular. But when you look at his Ranger interpretations, people like yeah. the Green Ranger better. But, but I get it because by the time... This stuff would have happened. He would have been the White Ranger, right? Yeah, he definitely would. If, if we're going OGs, if we're going OGs, you know. But I get it, man, dude. The dragon, dude. The dragon Zord. The, the dragon Zord is fire. The flu. Dude, him, him beating all the Power Rangers' ass at the same Dark. time, dude. At he the same time, and Megazord, one v one in their Megazord and beat their ass, like, dude. I'm okay. The Green Rangers, like, epicness, like, dude. That it's 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 not even close. It's not. So I get that, you know what I'm saying? But like you said, it was short. But it wasn't that short. I can't remember how short. long it was. Man. So but the Green Rangers saga was six episodes. That's how long he was evil for. It was, And I know this because I will randomly go back and watch it. Like I'll go on Netflix and watch the Green Ranger saga. It's six episodes long. And then he loses, you know, they beat, they beat him or whatever. And eventually... Zordon's like, okay, well, you know, you could join the squad or whatever as a Green Ranger. But even then, 
that saga, I can't tell you how many episodes, isn't long because the power coin stops working because it's an evil coin. So then they have yeah. to go find, you know, a new power. Because yeah, I knew the saga went a little longer because I remember the Dragon Zord and the Megazord mixing together. Yeah, yeah, they would they would combine. So like once he becomes a good guy, oh, with sword? the staff, yeah. That Megazord, that Megazord was fire, bro. When the Dragon Zord and all the other ones combined, it was so good. It was yeah, like bro. so it was Triceratops. Um, no, did they need Triceratops? Yeah, Triceratops and the Saber Tooth Tiger were on were the legs, like always. But because the Dragon Zord was the middle body, they didn't need that. Yeah. And then we had the arms. We didn't need Pterodactyl either, I think. And then he had that big ass staff. It just it was just cool, man. Like the Green Ranger was the cool dude. I I promise you, dog. I won't say it's monthly, but every so often I'll go back on there and watch the Green Ranger dust the Power Rangers. <laughs> like he's giving it to him. It was just so cool. It was just so cool. I don't know. I just I I just love the White Ranger, man. That song is like embedded in my head. <laughs> yeah, man. And then when the Zord came out, White Ranger Tiger, Tiger Power, Power, White. And it was like running, kicking up the dust and shit. And then like Saba would talk to him and he could throw it in the air and they had like laser beam vision. Like, man, like the White Ranger was colder than the white. And then his chest plate was black and gold. Like, and he had the gold on the head. He looked know. cool. Like when yeah. he came out, I was like, okay, the White Ranger is that dude. <laughs> like, it was just cool. Yeah, and it was cool that they were like, his his goodness and strength was so awesome. He like the white was him white like you know yeah. he created the white coin or thing like man like man it was cool it was cool i mean Power no, but Rangers, yeah, i definitely enjoyed it except for the cgi megazord Did you like that no it was awful the cgi I, was absolutely atrocious dude i was just focusing you, on the good but the cgi was so bad than just doing a practical like it was just bad figure. it was the worst book the CGI in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie was better than the CGI in this movie. Like Ivan Ooze and the damn robots look better CGI wise from a movie 20 something years ago than the CGI in this movie. It was insane, bro. And dude, if you base if your whole career, or whatever is based off practical stuff, keep it practical. Like in the movies when they did the CGI, I was a kid and I was like, oh man, it's cool. Look back at it now, I'm like, dude, you could have just kept it practical. It looks yeah, way solid. cooler. It just look, it, yeah, it just look it, back. It looks cooler. Like it's it's there, you know. What I'm yeah, saying? the it's prosthetics there. is make this one makes it cool. Like, yeah, yeah. And we know what it is, you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> it's it's Godzilla mixed with ninja, you know what I'm saying? Like that, <laughs> that's what it is, man. And your budget ain't never gonna be big enough. No, to, it never to, is. To, to I tried no to look at what the budget was and I Iron, couldn't find Iron, it. Do you know Iron Man CGI? <clears throat> I couldn't find the budget. <laughs> I was like, I wonder and, what the um, budget was for this. Me and Rob were arguing about um the other day. He said, um, he's like, no, what do you say? He said practical effects are more are um better than CGI. And he was saying, like, there's no classic CGI scenes. I was like, what are, what, what, are, what are you talking about? <laughs> he's like, there's no classic CGI movies where the guy was CGI. I'm like, uh Iron Man. <laughs> all cgi buddy and that that's that's legendary like well, what what are we talking about here man like there's no legendary cgi movie every marvel movie up to date <laughs> you know i know there's practicalness there but like just would just say like i said iron man just you know like you can't do that you can't do iron man practical you know most i mean some here and there but yeah 
But I mean, I prefer practical. Like I like the practical suit of a uh, um, Blue Beetle. Loving it. Yeah, no, that looks cool. That looks cool for sure. I'm trying to see like if there was anything. So apparently, David Yost and um, and Walter Jones are hinting at more to come. Hinting at more to come is what I'll say. Well, I mean, look at man. Like, I'm not trying to talk downer. They ain't got nothing going on. No, and then this movie. No, I mean, this, this is it. Hey, and this movie generating a little buzz and stuff. Hey, go, let's get. Hey, let's go. So they had a that interview on on inverse, I guess. So once a ranger, always a ranger. That should be a clue that you never stop being a Power Ranger. And he said, "Our fan base are adults at this point. It was important we give them a mature version of Power Rangers, so they could they would be engaged as opposed to what we did in the '90s that was geared towards children." Walter and I got to have some dramatic and serious scenes, which they did. There was a lot of like, "How do I explain?" You know. That was fun yeah. because we never got to do that before. The actor praised the 16-year-old co-star Charlie Kirsch, which was Trini's daughter. And then yeah, just did. in general. It was good. I, was I, thought, I thought it was fun. Oh, yeah. I was, I was I was definitely happy about it. The CGI was bad, though. <laughs> like, there's yeah. no excuse. I, I like the day with Rita because she's dead and gone. They made, like, a robot like, thing. Cool. Super cool. Yeah, Robo Rita. Robo yeah. Rita. I think they did it right, man. I think yeah, they, they, I mean, and it was a combination of Rita's soul and like Alpha Alpha's body, and then so we got a new version of Alpha. It was good, man. I'm I'm yeah. in it. I'm in it. No, I enjoyed it, man. Except for the CGI, man. You guys blew me with that, but other than that, I loved it. He said, "Hopefully, because of the hype, it goes well, and we'll continue and maybe do more." As the title says. Once a ranger, always a ranger. Yeah, once and always, once like, a ranger, always a team. Netflix don't put that out. No, 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 no. They so it was a top, but you can tell always by like um where in the top ten it is. So like sometimes a movie comes out and it's at the top and then it falls off right away. That just means there was a burst when it came out. But if it remains in that top ten for like weeks, then you know, you know, people were in it. People were into it. And I feel yeah. like a lot of people probably watched it. It was only 50 minutes. You know what I'm saying? It was it yeah. wasn't a long, it was more of a special than a movie. Yeah, and I was gonna say too, like um, you're talking about horror fans and stuff like that. Dude, I think we're we're moving the needle a lot more than people think. Because if you go to like um a top 10 on Netflix, I think um The Snowman is a movie from like 2017. Oh, I remember the, the scary movie. I remember yeah, that yeah. movie. It's like it's one of the top movies in the world right now. I mean, on Netflix, but I'm saying like we we, we watch like there's no other place you want to go to watch a horror movie. I don't want to rent it and watch it at home. You want to go to the movies and be immersed in that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 um it's an experience being a horror movie fan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I get scared. You know well, you got to like it. The, the adrenaline yeah. that it causes is different, yeah. you know, at a movie theater. For sure. Dude, like, man, man, and. and Man, yeah, like, where else would you want to watch a horror movie? But you know, at the theaters, like for like, that's the only you get it. The whole theater is dark. It's super loud, so every jump scare is extra jumpy. You know, just because of the environment you're in. You know what I'm saying? And then you know you're free to scream or, or yell or be because you're there with people that like minded and that you know all about the same thing. You know, so the horror movie people, we 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 come out, we show out if it's good. You know, we we're we gonna go see it. 
Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I'm in it. I thought I'm in for anything that makes the movie theaters make money because it's one of my favorite things to do. Like, I hope we never live or I never reach the day where going to the movies isn't a thing. Like, I yeah. don't ever want to. I don't ever want to see that. Dude, that would be this. I mean, like, you know, top sad. It would be one of the saddest days of my life if uh, movies weren't in theaters. That would be tough. You know? So one last thing I want to talk to you about, because I, I sent this over to you and I think you had a good point. So I wanted to talk through it in general. So we've hit, so everything happens in cycle. Fashions happen in cycle. Um, actually, I lied. There's two things. There's one thing I want to tell you about that I just remembered. Hopefully, I don't forget. Let me write it down. Um, anyways, so right now, the cycle is because of your cell phone, I imagine, because mobile gaming is the number one revenue generating form of video games right now by a lot, not even close. Yeah. Um, so we're getting more mobile consoles. Before, like the Switch obviously took a hell of advantage on that. The Switch is going banana still today. We need an upgrade because the system's super old. And even when it came out, it wasn't that great. Um, but it, it's successful. Like anything Nintendo, they they killed it with that. So from that and the cell phones being a thing, other companies are like, okay, we need to get a piece of that pie or figure out a way to just monetize it. There are many versions. I'm only going to talk about two today. There are different companies out here with different price ranges on handhelds. But the Steam Deck is an amazing piece of machinery. The price is decent. It's a Steam machine, though. Like, it is designed for you to play Steam games on it. It has a desktop mode. On the desktop mode, there's a store. You can download, like, third-party applications that allow you to sideload other games. Um, there's a way, a workaround, so that you can play Microsoft Game Pass games on there. Like, I, I played Battlefield on it the other day. I was like, what? It's a cloud. It's a cloud version of it, but it worked. It That's wasn't crazy. too laggy. And I'm playing I'm playing Battlefield 2042 on a handheld console. Like that just feels great. See, I understand that totally. So it's a, it's a different level. Like all that to say is that we, we're gonna talk about the differences, but there's another player coming in. So Asus is coming in with the rogue ally. And this thing, the Steam Deck is really bulky, it's heavy, the battery is atrocious. But what it does well, it does really well. And it's cool. And the price point ranges from 400 to 750 depending on what you want to do. There's a couple of versions of them. So the Rogue Ally got announced on April 1st. And everyone thought it was an April Fool's joke because it's April 1st. Like, who the hell does that? Like, know your audience. Yeah. So they announce it. But this, this feels more like a gaming device. It looks like it. It's white. It's slimmer. It has RGBs on the on the thumbsticks. It has offsetting thumbsticks like an Xbox controller. And everyone knows the Xbox controller layout is the best controller layout. Like all of that is there. And it runs Windows 11. So now there's no side loading on this thing. It's going to be play. So their, their tagline is actually really cool. Let me go to their website. Because it's like... <clears throat> Whoever thought of it, like, yeah, buddy, this is why you make this is why you make the big bucks. <laughs> it's simple, but it's like, yeah, yeah, this is it. So it's just called the Rogue Ally Gaming Handheld, is what it's called. It says Windows 11, obviously. Then it says playtime, anytime, but 
the tagline. Where is it? I just saw it. Damn, my ear itching. It says like play any game li library or some shit like that. Like when I saw it, I was like, yeah, yeah, this makes sense to me. I, I can't find it. it was, I wish I would have remembered. It was just so good. I was like, this is it. <laughs> so there's there's just different things, but that changes things because I can silo shit on my Steam Deck, but this is going to have a better screen. They develop a processor with con in conjunction with um, who was it? I just got my email. It was in my email today. I wish I was better prepared, guys. I just was reading about it. I was reading about it on my work computer, though. Otherwise, I would have it up already. Um... Yeah, because like okay, so to me, why are you looking at that? Whatever. To me, I get the um need or want for uh handheld with the Steam Deck. I think it was just like, okay, we've never been able to play games like this. It's something that you just want to be like, I have it. That's what that, that that's my feeling on, on the Steam Deck. No disrespect to somebody who loves it, plays all the time, and that's your thing. Cool. But someone like me, I can play video games whenever I want. My girl don't get mad at me. Like, you know, some some people can't do that you know what I'm saying so you could grab your steam deck you sit on the couch and play battlefield in your hands you know what I'm saying there's you know i i can't argue against that like that so that's... I, I rarely play it like that i play it more so i got it because it was the newest and greatest and i always do i always do that yeah that's what i'm saying but it's it's appeal to me is the same as a switch is when i leave my house to do other things i have i have the ability to play high quality non-nintendo games so like yeah. I'm going on vacation, it's coming with me. How many hours do I spend in an airport on an international trip? Like that's a long time. I just sit in a corner, hotspot my phone, I'm playing whatever I want to play, whether it's a single player game, a multiplayer game. So like if you're always on the road, it's invaluable. And if you're always and now with the Rogue Ally because it's Windows, that should changes things cuz everything like being able, your game libraries, I found it. So here's the tagline. All your games, anytime, anywhere. Perfection, bro. Like there's no, what more can you say to that? Like, oh, yeah, 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 let me do that. But by it being Windows, it's basically a computer. So now you have native Game Pass on there because it's a Windows device. You can get Steam on there. Unfortunately, all of these gaming things on PC have their own launcher. But as of today, right now, EA Origin works on there. Green Man Gaming works on there. Like, when they say all your games, anytime, anywhere, like, it is legit, and it feels real. Like, PS PlayStation Remote Play, I can't get that to work on my Steam Deck right now. I'm sure there's a way to do it. I just haven't done it. On this thing, super simple. So, like, and it looks smaller. It looks lighter. The price point, no one knows yet. They're going to announce that on May 11th. Um, but I think it's going to be anywhere from 600 to 800 bucks. And the coolest part to me is they have this dock. The dock is crazy expensive. It already exists for their tablets, but they have this dock that is basically a 4090 graphics card. So like better than the graphics card I have in my computer right now, I have a 4080 and you can connect it to the dock and it basically turns into a super gaming computer, bro. It is, it's That's... just nuts. <laughs> It's just nuts. Just you talking about it makes me kind of want one. <laughs> it's just really cool. So we'll see what the pr price matters, everything. There's other handhelds out there that are better than a Steam Deck, but they cost $900, $1,000. It's too much. There's too much money. 
the Steam Deck is at the right price point. The this ally probably is going to match up with the highest tier Steam Deck, which is seven fifty, I think. So it's going to be in that price range. Um, but we'll see, man. I mean, we'll see. Like the email that I got to said, "Hey, let me know when it's available." It says with the Rogue Ally, you can access any game library, play all your games anywhere you go, thanks to its native Windows eleven OS and powerful components. Play it on the go, pair it with the controller, or hook it up to the RGX mobile external GPU and your mouse and keyboard for a, com a complete desktop experience. All of the versatility you would expect from a handheld console with all of the power you expect from Rogue Gaming Device. I think out of all of them, depending on what it costs, because that's important, this is going to be nuts. And then there's rumors of Sony releasing another handheld. It's been years since they've done that. So, like, with the world of remote play and cloud gaming, which everyone's fighting for, Sony this year, the rumor is this year Sony's going to unveil a handheld gaming device. What that looks like, this is why when I texted you and you were like, I don't think nobody wants it because of cell phones, and I think we should talk about that here for a moment. But it's going to be very dependent just like this one is on what path are you going? So if Sony goes and says, it's not going to be a very powerful device, but you're going to be able to remote play your PlayStation games on it with a controller format. And it's only going to cost you two fifty or 300 bucks. Like that, that is going to sell. Like people are going to eat busted. that up. <clears throat> well, because I'm going to people like me, I use my iPad right now. Or my phone with the backbone attached to it to remote play my PlayStation when I'm in the living room watching the Bucks or whatever. I'll play like the show. But if you give me a dedicated device that I can stream from with PlayStation controllers attached to it at 250, I'm doing that. That's one way they can do it. Cloud gaming, remote play. Yeah. Now, if it's a device like the like the Steam Deck or the ally that is an actual component and it plays games natively and it has beefed up stuff. I don't know if you can sell a handheld device at 600 bucks. Like you'd have a hard time selling consoles at 600 bucks, like regular ones. Yeah. And then the thing is, is the market. So for market for handhelds are children and probably people at 25. That, that's probably their market. And when you're selling some for 500 and up you're missing that whole market so i don't understand the point of making handhelds anymore that's just that's just my my opinion on it especially a playstation one because it's probably going to play playstation exclusives it's probably going to be like you said like a, more of a game boy type device like that i mean there, there's no need for that stuff no more man i don't know i don't I think the point you made on a text message was like with phones, like, do we really need it? And that's a good point. Like, like I said, I yeah. bought a backbone. A well, backbone PlayStation, yeah, me... because you can only play PlayStation games on PlayStation right. stuff. So if you're if, if 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 it's good enough to run, say the newest God of War or Event Horizon or Horizon or whatever, I've been got to play none of those games. And if it's like the two fifty three hundred dollar market, I would think about buying one just so right. I could play those games. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. PlayStation standpoint, I get it. All these other guys that are starting to come out of the woodwork now, I don't know. And then like Steam Deck, there's a waiting list. You know, they 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 did gangbusters. You know, because yeah, it's you, the only can thing they can now, you can get now one now. You can get one now. It took yeah. it took a minute. No, but yeah, that's what I mean. But now you're trying to come behind that. Yeah, I don't I don't see a market for it. 
Yeah, I don't I know. Steam, like, if I because look, if I have a Steam Deck, I don't want that shit because I just paid tons of money for this thing. Yeah, that's and then whoever didn't get a Steam Deck ain't looking to pay that much money money for that thing anyways because they could have got a Steam Deck. Right. So I don't I don't see the the market for it, but you know you're trying to get trying to get money and stuff. But I just don't, I think I don't it's, see it. it's for I think it's literally the market's probably tiny, but it's for hard it's for dedicated gamers like this thing. Like the processor, the Z1, whatever they put in it. I was looking on the actual website of the manufacturer because that's how I found out. I found out that there was a let me know thing because Asus sent me an email about here's our newest mobile processor and it's in the ally. And I was like, oh shit, let me, you know, and then you kind of start speed boiling it. Like this is a powerful device, more powerful than the Steam Deck. With a better screen, 1920 by 1080, like it is an HD screen, and it looks the part. Like the Steam Deck looks like a Game Gear to me. <laughs> it just does. It's really big and bulky, and it it feels like it's big and bulky. The market is not that much, but who knows how much it costs? I think with this though, the difference between this and the Steam Deck specifically is if I if I am building a computer and I have the money to build a gross one, right? Like I'm going to, I'm going to spend three grand on a computer. There's not a lot of people that do that, but I'm going to do it right. I'm an enthusiast. Instead of building it from scratch, I think this is a viable option. I buy this handheld for seven or 800 bucks. I buy the dock for two grand that has a 4090 in it. And now not only can I play battlefield at max settings on my monitor, I can pick that bitch up and leave and go play on the right on the road like that. That is crazy. That is absolutely insane. So it sh- it also shows you what the Switch Pro could look like or the Switch 2. Like how much better could that be? Because they they're the ones with the concept, right? Like the Switch is what did it. I have a handheld Switch. If I dock the, it, it has better graphics and I can play it on my TV. The thing that would sell me on a handheld will be a dedicated um, paying service. Like uh, like a T-Mobile or something like that, where like I don't I don't have to hotspot or nothing like that. It have, it yeah, has so five G dedicated five G or whatever. Yeah. If you you bring out a hell with something like that, I, I'm in. So Sony in. had um, Sony had like remember the phone? They had a phone no, and it was at like a built-in controller, like it was like a slide phone, and then it had a built-in mm-hmm. controller on the bottom. I think it was like Xperia or some shit like that. Yeah, and you paid a monthly fee to play on their internet and play the uh, the net the net the net geo net gear net. One of them had something like that too. I remember like there was a service you pay for and you could play online wherever you go. Had a dedicated server like that. Like I don't see how the the something like that won it, but <laughs> I think there's a bigger I think there's a bigger market than you think. I so oh I for think, sure I think the biggest I think one of the biggest challenges for gaming companies now or hardware companies so the way i view mobile gaming is the way i viewed nintendo in the past like nintendo was the gateway for young people to play video games that's just how it was mobile gaming is is more than that not only is it the gateway for young people to play it's the gateway for old people to play old the older folks that play simple ass games like and it, sorry if that offends anyone, but that's just the reality. Like the older generation that wasn't really into gaming, 
now are playing all these dumbass games on phones and they're cash cows and they're and they're making a ton of money out of them. So the biggest challenge to me isn't what the next and biggest console is. It's what Microsoft is probably trying to capture. It's how do I convert these younger people with phones that don't necessarily care about consoles or computers or this older generation that's only focused on this particular type of game. If I can capture even 20% of that crowd and make a device or a service that can reach them, we're talking about billions of dollars. What, and no one's been real, able to do that. What, look at look at PUBG. Like, sorry to say, you people on the phone, pick pick up the sticks and come 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 see me. It's not it's not happening. It's not but the it's same. Fine, it's not the same. Yeah, yeah. But it it, it did gangbusters. Like Dog, PUBG all Mobile, of those games. PUBG Mobile, still one of the bigger games in the world. People still yeah. playing that shit. But I and like some like me, I have no want or need. I tried it a couple times, whatever and stuff. Which is easy, easy. You know, I'm getting chicken dinners, you know, left and right on there. Easy. You know what I'm and then I'll be piece somebody that, oh, you play PUBG? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I play PUBG mode, man. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, mm. <laughs> but it's, even it, on that, like, it's good to say cool, that, though, that it, brings, it brings more more audience. But that's all I was gonna say. So like, even if Sony releases something to remote play, like I can do that here, like. I get, I got the backbone. I put the controller on. I make my phone and a full cheaper. controller handheld. It costs ninety nine dollars. I turn on my my put my I log into the remote play. I play the show on my phone using a controller, a legit controller. My phone is embedded into. So like it would have to be something amazing. You can, get, you can get Game Pass on your phone. I have yeah. You. I play Game Pass on my phone and my iPad all the time. Yeah, and most of our phone screens are better than the TVs these people are playing on. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I that's what I'm saying. I don't get the point of it, but like I'm not a. I've never been a handheld gamer except when I was a little kid and Game Boy first dropped. Obviously, because it was the hot thing. Yeah. I was a gamer then. But once online hit and I had like my headset, dedicated servers, and I'm on there, like that shit was d- dead to me. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. If if you get find a nice price point with all those little things in there, <laughs> which you're not gonna be able to do. That's that's where it would go because that's why Nintendo was handheld king forever. It was at a good price, tons of games, you know, and it, from little kids to you know mid mid adults, you know, saying it's it's money. But when you put on a handheld system for five six hundred dollars, I just I, I don't see it. I think it, so. Like on the Steam Deck, I can you know I plug in a regular headset, like <laughs> I you know what I'm saying like yeah, it's a different level. But I get what you're saying, like who realistically if if i can't buy a playstation for 509 dollars right now with god of war bundled in i'm not gonna buy a 750 dollars handheld account it's just not gonna happen like if i can't buy a 499 dollar xbox that but i don't think that's the audience is what i'm saying like i don't think that's yeah, necessarily the going who after already has a steam deck <laughs> no i don't think that many Let's see how much the Steam Deck sold. I don't know how much it sold. No, but I'm saying the audience that they're going for, look at the Steam Deck numbers. That's what you're getting. And they already have a Steam Deck or they're in line for a Steam Deck. They're not going to shell out another $1,000 for your for your stuff. It's too late. So when, what's the date on this? Uh, that's super old. See, when Sony put out their handheld, they're offering something different. Like, hey, yeah. Nintendo's cartridges, that's good as it's going to get. 
come over here to Sony. We got discs, better screen, better graphics, all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? That thing you're talking about, like it offers, you know, uh, has better screen or whatever, and it's stronger and whatnot, but it ain't too far from what is already there. Like, what are you trying to sell me on? So I think the difference is, the key difference is the operating system. So like the Steam Deck runs on Linux and there are games I can't play because, for example, shooting games. I'm surprised so you like, play Battlefield on that thing. Um, because it's it's a, it's a on the cloud. So like using Game Pass is streaming off of the cloud and it, the latency wasn't bad. Like I was able to play the game. But like I can't say I wanted to play Call of Duty. I can't play Call of Duty on a Steam Deck because it has an anti-cheat. Like I can't play um, Fortnite because Epic isn't on the Steam Deck unless I sideload it through a different app. Like Apex lets you play, and I don't know how they got the they got the anti cheat working on there natively, but like it's a problem. Like on a Windows device, that won't be a problem. It's yeah, a computer. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You, like yeah, you do you do whatever you want. You do whatever you want. That that ability alone will get people yeah. to buy it. And the people that bought a Steam Deck are probably pissed. <laughs> They're like, oh, we'll I want see. that. I want that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that, well, no, that right? So on May 11th, on May 11th, they're going to announce the price. And pre-orders go live that day. And the device will launch shortly after. We'll know if they convert Steam Deck people, if you see a big-ass amount of people selling Steam Decks online. Like, if you see the used Steam Deck market going crazy... Or the trade-in market at the you know last GameStop them. on Earth that's still a lot that's still running. That's when you'll but from, know. But from the way you're talking about it, I think anybody who would would is going to want to trade up. It just it's just nobody wants to be in a box. You know what I'm saying? And Steam Deck probably didn't see another thing coming. You know what I'm no, saying? Probably not. They're I mean, like, you hey, can so you can run Windows on a Steam Deck. It's just not native. So like my cousin has it running. You can install Windows onto an SD card. You can put the SD card in the Steam Deck and run Windows off of the SD card and, and then unlock it. But it's, it's not on the... Yeah, it's not on it. Not everyone knows how to do it. It's He says it's relatively simple, but he's also been, been building computers since he was 10. So, like, what's simple yeah. for him is not simple for you. Like, Ray's not yeah. going to... Install and that's this the reason, on an SD and card that's the reason and why the console. consoles aren't going nowhere until they force. Yeah, because it's too easy. It's too easy. You know you turn mean? it on and you play. Yeah. That's what I want. That's what anybody wants pretty much. Dude, their Twitter literally is just a picture of the console with the RGB lights lit up and it says Rogue Ally hashtag play all your games. It's just perfect. Like this is the marketing campaign is going to be too easy. Too easy. All right, y'all. So I wanted to just share that with you guys. Get excited. Gaming ain't going nowhere. Billions and billions What's of dollars are out here. If you want to run that over quick or no? What? thing you wrote down? Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot all about it. So um, I was watching a video. Somebody sent it to me. I don't know how long ago this was. But Vanilla Ice was like, why is everybody? Have you seen it? They asked them, why is everybody still stuck on the 90s? And then he was like, and it, when he said it, I was like, you know, you might be right. So he said, you know why everyone's stuck on the 90s? Because it was the last decade before technology took over our lives. He was like, in 2004, when phones became a real thing and the iPhone started popping off, 
originality isn't really a thing. Like in the nineties, and he explained it really well, better than me, but he was like in the nineties, like pop culture was the only thing. So like, if you were a rapper and the, the way that you dressed showed you like what type of genre you're in, if you're a rock star, like that all had to do it. Like neon colors, bright lights, like it was all nineties. And you know, and I started thinking about it. He's probably right, bro. Because since then we've spent the last two and a half decades living in it. Like anything that came out in the nineties, nostalgia wise, we eat that shit up because there isn't anything like he's right. Once the cell phone, once Apple, so cell phones were around before Apple, but what Apple did was they made it accessible for you to get a cell phone. All of these companies own, they owe all their money to Apple because Apple was the first, one of the first or the first people to say, you don't have to buy this phone outright. You can get it for 200 bucks. Just sign up for a new plan. <laughs> and then, then, then that's what started all of it. Yeah. Just well, crazy. Now, now um, the way everything's set up, it's all waves. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? If something's hit, like if a movie's hot and it did good, you're going to see a bunch of copycats. Same thing with music. Like Drake, people love Drake and I hate Drake. Not all the time. I still like Drake, but like most of the time, whatever music's hot, his next album will have beats or music in that wave. You know what I'm saying? Back in the 90s, every rapper wanted to be better than the next guy did. They didn't want to sound like the other person at all. You know what I'm saying? Take my top five rappers from like the 90s, you know, almost early 2000s because they bled in, the, in, in there, you know, to now, whatever. They all sound different, one of their own sound, and that, that's how you made it by sounding different. Now you make it you make it by sounding like what's cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and and that and that's all it is. And you know, and then now everybody everybody has a say. Everybody can comment on something, you know what I'm saying? And the companies are like, oh, if if it's big enough, we'll change it, which can be good, you know what I'm saying? But I think it's more bad than good, depending, you know what I'm saying? But with Sonic. They put that first trail out. People are like, mm, nah, that was trash. Nah, nah. <laughs> and enough people said it looked trash. They fixed it. Amazing. The gangbusters. They're on their way to a third. Oh, Knuckles has his own show coming out on uh, Paramount. And uh, Kid Cudi, I think, is going to voice Knuckles. And Knuckles is going to show. But so, that's what I'm saying. That's good. You know? But then the bad. Like, Call of Duty. Warzone 2 comes out. People hate it. They want to be more like Warzone 1. So you totally take your new game and you revamp it to appease people crying on the internet. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's a good and bad, but yeah, man, I, I missed the 90s on originality. It, it was original. Yeah, so I found it. He said this a while ago. It was like in 2021. But he said, I think my sister sent it to me today, and I thought it was something we could talk about. He was like, it was the last decade where fashion and music played off of each other, and people created cool stuff that's still trendy today. He points to the invention of the iPhone. And then he said, uh, he talked about like Blockbuster. It was just different. Like the creating of excitement, it wasn't, it was in a different type of wave. Like if a movie was good, you had to go see it. Like there wasn't pirating or it wasn't on demand or it wasn't on, like we, dude, if you didn't see it at the movies, you weren't watching that sucker for like, 18 months until it hit 
Blockbuster. And then if you didn't rent it there, you had to wait another three or four months before they let you buy it. So like, it was just, it was just different. Like everything had to be experienced in real life. You weren't experiencing it, was it through technology. Like SWAT cats it's from the, you know, boom, it's coming back. Like everything from the nineties it's coming back, man. Cause it, it was cool. It was, it was, it was, it was cool. And then everything that's still popular now was popular then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I agree with Vanilla Ice on that, but um, I don't know if he was saying it like in a negative way or whatever like that, but outside of the nineties, you ain't got no damn career, no life. <laughs> I don't know if he meant that in a bad way or a good way, but. You don't, you don't oh. like Ice Ice Baby? Come on now. Oh, I love that song. Still to this day, I still bang it. Go you know ninja, go ninja, go ninja. <laughs> yeah, oh, and I love ninja, Yeah, yeah, dude. His whole longevity and stuff is built off. Oh, for sure. Dude, Nostalgia. You know, so. But yeah, I, I totally I totally understand it, man. For sure. All right, y'all. Thanks for stopping by. Newest episode of the Nerd Related Podcast. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button. Follow us on TikTok. Follow Please. us. Subscribe here on YouTube. And let us know what you think. The interaction is what matters. It's going to drive us. It's going to help us. Our streams should be dedicated as a place for you guys to come hang out with us and talk to us um, as you guys kind of go. Even if you don't like video games, pop in, say hi. Make sure you guys are out here, you know, interacting with us. But hit the subscribe. Thanks for stopping by. Until later, nerds.